0: And welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prado. And this question was noodling around in my brain. The title is, If only God is good, how can we be called a good servant? In Luke 18:19, a certain ruler approached Jesus and asked him a question, starting with, Good teacher, Jesus replied, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Goodness is an attribute of God, one that is called a communicable attribute, in that God chooses to communicate or deliver to us certain of his attributes. Incommunicable attributes are the attributes of God reserved for Him alone, such as omnipotence or omniscience? He doesn't share those with us. But other attributes, such as patience, goodness, etc., are given to us after salvation as we work out His salvation, obey His law, and develop fruit of the Spirit. The only good there is comes from God because he is the only good. Let's look at this attribute a bit closer. In Wayne Grudem's systematic theology, he writes the definition of good. The goodness of God means that God is the final standard of good and that all that God is and does is worthy of approval. And this is shown in Psalm 105. One hundred six, verse one. Psalm thirty-four, eight. Psalm one, nineteen, sixty-eight. Romans twelve, two. James one, seventeen. Grudem goes on with the definition of good. This raises the question: quote, "Worthy of approval? Approval by whom?" Because we are mere creatures, we are not free to decide for ourselves what is worthy of approval and what is not. Ultimately, therefore, God's being and actions are perfectly worthy of his own approval. He is, therefore, the final standard of good. Jesus implies this when he says, no one is good but God alone. We can, therefore, understand the meaning of, quote, good... As being that which God approves, because there is no higher standard of goodness than God's own character and his own approval of whatever is consistent with that character. In imitation of this communicable attribute, we should ourselves do good. That is, we should do what God approves. and Thereby imitate the goodness of our Heavenly Father. So then, Paul writes... While we have this opportunity, let's do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of the faith. In Galatians 6.10, that's the end of the Wayne Grudem systematic theology quote. So, if only God is good, how can it be that in the parable of the talents, the master calls two of the three servants good, Can we be good? In Matthew 25, 21, the master told the servant, well done, good and faithful slave. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter the joy of your master. The word good in Greek there is, in, is called agathos from Strong's defined as intrinsically good. It's the same word as the one used when Jesus said, only God is good. But we are not intrinsically good. So how can we be called it? John Calvin writes in Cooperative or Effectual Grace. Now, Christ simply means that we are dry and worthless wood when we are separated from him. For apart from him, we have no ability to do good. The first part of good work is will. The other, a strong effort to accomplish it. The author of both is God. Therefore, we are robbing the Lord if we claim for ourselves anything either in will or accomplishment. If God were said to help our weak will, then something would be left to us. But when it is said that he makes the will Whatever good is in it is now placed outside us. But since even a good will is weighed down by the burden of our flesh, so it cannot rise up, he added that to surmount the difficulties of our struggle with the flesh, we're provided with constancy of effort sufficient to achieve it. John Calvin continues, Therefore the Lord in this way, both begins and completes the good work in us, sorry about that. It is the Lord's doing that what the will conceives, the love of what is right, is zealously inclined toward it. It's aroused and moved to pursue it. Then it's the Lord's doing that the choice, zeal, and effort do not falter, but proceed to accomplishment. Man goes forward in these things with constancy and perseveres to the very end. John Calvin sums up, God's activity does not produce a possibility that we can exhaust, but an actuality to which we cannot add. That's the end of John Calvin. When God created light, he said it was good. When he finished creating the world, he said it was very good. Just the same as the world is his creation, we are his creations. He lifts us from the refuse and mire, cleans us by his son's blood, transforms our mind by the washing of the word, and gives us a new heart. Then he sets us on the path of work he had laid out for us since before the foundation of the world, and he perseveres us in it. He sustains us to the end, and in the end, he glorifies us. Our work is for him, yes, but it is by him. So, when he looks over his trophies of grace, his work, He says, it is good. When he says, well done, good and faithful servant, he is ultimately commenting on his own good. It will be no less of a magnificent moment of worship and joy when we hear those words, because we can praise him who is good, the only good and all good. Well, that is the end of this episode of the End Time Blog podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a marvelous day.